<laughs> amen, amen. My name is David Jackson. This is my beautiful wife, Margarita Jackson. And, um, you know, at first we were kind of a little bit bummed. I felt like the, the sex conversation got passed between a bunch of different people before it landed with the rice day. Um, but I think it's no coincidence why, you know, we're going to be talking about resolving conflict. And I think it's no coincidence uh, that this topic has already been spoken about um, already before we even got up. And I believe it's because uh, it's a huge uh, issue uh, with marriages. And I, dare I say, I believe it's a huge issue potentially with the marriages here in this room. I want to share uh, a scripture with you. And uh, Song of Songs, Come on. one of my favorite scriptures in uh, Song of Songs, chapter 2. Verse 15, the Bible says, Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, are vineyards that are in bloom. And I believe uh, one of the foxes that can ruin the vineyard of marriage uh, isn't arguments. Um, you know, we did a little study about uh, arguments in couples. You know, on average, a couple has around 19 arguments, um, conflicts a month. Um, some are higher depending on where you're at or what, what, what culture you're from. But, yeah, and so, um, but the, the biggest fox uh, is not arguments, it's unresolved arguments, unresolved conflicts. And I believe that we, um, and I speak from uh, my own experience, we can be deceived in thinking that um, because we, we have an argument or we, because we have a conflict um, that is bad or that... Um, at least for us men, I believe sometimes we can feel like we just had a conversation with our spouse, and on their end, they we just had a conflict, you know. And on my end, I can think, oh, everything is good, but and my wife, uh, she said, no, we just had an argument, we just had a conflict. And how do you know that you've had a conflict? You know, for us men, we usually find out, you know, later, uh, a couple months down the road, that oh, that conversation that I had last month was actually an argument, and that not only that, but it, it wasn't resolved. And so uh, we have some, some things that we wanted to, uh, to go over with you guys today to talk about resolving conflict. Um, first thing uh, we wanted to talk about is that you have to realize that you guys are on the same, that we're on the same team. Your husband and your wife are on the same team. We have these, yeah. go, go Hawks, you know, um, we are from Seattle and so you know, we got to represent. But you got to realize that you're on the same team. Uh, if you don't realize this simple fact, then you're, not only you're going to have more arguments, you're going to have a lot of unresolved arguments. You got to realize you're on the same team. You got to realize now that you realize you're on the same team. You got to realize what type of teammate are you going to be? Are you the teammate that always wants to win the arguments? Are you the teammate that wants to avoid uh, arguments? Are you the teammates that that agree just to to uh, to not deal with anything? Or are you going to be the teammates that decide that we're going to resolve? Our conflicts uh, when they arise. And so uh, for, there's a couple things that I feel like we have to, to come to grips with, and uh, we have some visual aids with you guys. Uh, I, I thought we'd have a little more intimate setting, so if you can't see see us afterwards, we'll show you a um, little slide. Uh, but first thing we got to talk about, we got to understand. Bear with me. Come on, bro. Let's go. Come on, bro. We got to go over the team rules. <laughs> got to go over the team rules. And one of the things that Margaret and I, uh, that we, we decided uh, when we first got married is that we got to come up with some rules when it comes to uh, arguing. And the first one, position it back. Uh, the first one is we need to avoid absolutes. Uh, one of the things that we talk uh, a lot about is that we, we never, we don't use the word never. We don't use the word always. We don't use words that we know that are, are immediately, oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we don't use the words, oh shit. 
Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And uh, this is one of the things, too, that, that we've seen at times in our marriage and we see uh, in, in other couples that we uh, get together with is that, you know, the, the, the emotions are running high when you have a conflict. And, and one of the things that, that kills the, the chance of resolution is that something is said in anger, something is, is done, whether it's a physical act, you know, uh, you know, throwing something against the wall, punching, you know, there's things that, that the, one of the spouses do that, that ruins or greatly decreases the odds of, uh, of reconciliation. And so we got to decide, you know, as part of your playbook that, hey, I'm, when we're, we're having a conflict, I need to make the commitment that I'm not going to act out um, if my emotions are running high. Uh, because it, let's face it, we, we get emotional, men, we get emotional, women get emotional, and we want to make sure that we're uh, deciding not to act out on those emotions when we're coming um, into argument. Next point is, uh, be wise with words. Proverbs 51 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stir, stirs up anger. Kind words can stop any fight from um, escalating. Um, it says, and then I was like, we... I was like, we know the words that affect our husbands, you know, for the woman. Um, you know, it's like, I know we went over, it's like, never use the, you know, the absolutes, like, always or you, you never, you know, just to hurt each other. But each couple knows what words that affect them, your husband negatively, or vice versa, your wife. Um, so know your words, like, know what, you, what words you're going to use or not use. Alright, next play, Proverbs ten seventeen. Um, the next play is accept correction. Proverbs ten seventeen says, whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. And, you know, pride can be the, another big killer of the opportunities to reconcile is when we're, we won't accept uh, correction. Uh, I'm talking from the husband uh, point of view. When we don't accept that, hey, we were wrong or we we're in the wrong, then again, you know, we're going to um, reap the, the negative uh, uh, re, uh, re, uh, neg negatively uh, from those uh, conflicts. And so for, for the men, guys, we got to humble out and say, hey, if we're wrong, we were wrong. Yeah. You know, um, and a lot, uh, especially agree with what uh, Sister said earlier about, hey, it only takes one person to, to argue. Y'all, If you're being humble, then that ends it all. So we got to be willing to be accept correction Amen. and to be humble. Yeah. Amen. Take responsibility. Matthew six fourteen through fifteen says, "For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sin, your Father will not forgive your sins." Um, and I think in marriage, it's like we gotta ask one another for forgiveness. Um, you know, I was like, you always fight, but you gotta ask for forgiveness. Um, and um, you gotta admit what you did wrong. Um, sometimes you want to point fingers, but like you did this, but. We sometimes we never like, hey, I did this, you know, and take responsibility for it. Yeah. Um, and then for the wives, you have to see if you are the first to, um, first you have to humble yourself before God so you can be humble towards your husband. Yeah. 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 Right. Lastly, last play is uh, get discipling. And I know that, that word's kind of been turned around uh, uh, said a lot. Um, for those that don't know, discipling just means that you're getting with another couple to get help on your marriage, to bounce ideas off, get input, get, it, get advice. And uh, Proverbs fifteen twenty two it says, Plans fail for a lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. And one of the, the greatest um, uh, benefits to, to just being in God's kingdom is that you're around other uh, like-minded folk, but other married couples just to help uh, get advice, get input. Not only on how to uh, resolve conflict, but from parenting to, you know, job, finances, all those types of things. And so this is something that the world understands, right? We, we have... We, um, know of couples that either go through counseling or, or, or 
this and that. Um, in the kingdom, though, we have counseling from the scriptures yeah. to help us overcome yeah. anything, um, overcome any obstacle. And so I want to challenge those in the room, too. If you're having challenges in, in overcoming conflict, overcoming, you know, arguments and, and you're not resolved, I really want to challenge you to get with someone here. You know, we've met a lot of uh, different couples. Get with someone here or, um, to, to get help, you know, talk, talk through those things. How do I, how can we get victory when we have these conflicts? How can uh, we overcome? And so uh, we want to leave you guys uh, with the, with the lasting note of two um, from the scriptures and Song of Songs is that um, if, you have, if those foxes have been ruining your vineyards, if you have conflict that you're not resolved, I want to encourage you, if, even at this moment, if you're not resolved with your spouse um, for whatever reason, I want to challenge you to, to get resolved tonight. Get resolved immediately because... You know, all it takes, you know, we don't, you know, tomorrow's not promised. We don't know what's going to happen. You know, God forbid something happens to our spouse and we're not resolved with them. Imagine the type of pain that uh, you inflict on yourself unnecessarily when all you need to do is get resolved. Amen. 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 Amen.